Welcome to Podcasting Smarter, the podcast for podcasters by podcasters. Podcasting Smarter is the official podcast from Podbean, featuring podcasting interviews, best practices, and helpful tips. We're here to give you the tools, resources, product updates, and news to help you get started podcasting and keep your podcast growing. Hello and welcome to Podcasting Smarter. This is Norma Jean Belenke, Podbean's Head of Events. And in today's episode, we're having a conversation with Podbean's Director of Customer Success, John Kiernan, about Podbean's new Apple subscription integration that allows podcasters to create premium content through Apple Podcast Directory straight from their Podbean account. Hey, John, how's it going? Hey, it's going all right. I'm excited to talk all about Apple Podcast subscriptions, which seems to be on the tip of everybody's tongue. Yes, absolutely. And we're so excited about this announcement at Podbean. It really allows podcasters to have the tool of subscriptions through Apple, but with the convenience of their Podbean account. We're going to get into it today. We're so excited. So first of all, walk us through the process of how podcasters can use the Podbean and Apple Podcast subscriptions integration to publish their subscriber episodes. Sure. And I think it's valuable to have a little bit of background as to what Apple Podcast uh, subscriptions can offer podcasters. So in the world of podcasting nowadays, we're all looking for different ways to grow our audience and you know make money with podcasting. And one of the things that Apple Podcasts has done is they've created this byway of Apple Podcast subscriptions where using one of the, if not the, most popular platform in the world for podcast consumption podcasters can have their standard podcast content alongside the subscription model where podcasters can our podcast listeners can come in and they can pay for exclusive content. Now, what's really cool about that is you can have a variety of different content that you publish. So you can have exclusive episodes that you make on the subscription model. You can have the same episodes that you upload in line with your standard podcast, but maybe those are ad-free that people pay for. But all of it happens right within the Apple listening ecosystem. How it ties back to Podbean was um, up until a little bit ago, a lot of the publishing for your Apple podcast subscriptions had to happen by you logging into podcastconnect.apple.com and uploading those episodes right on Apple's ecosystem. But with Apple's new delegated delivery system, which a lot of your hosting partners, including us, are integrated with, you now can go through the same publishing platform that you do for your general hosting. So instead of having to go directly through Apple Podcasts and logging in and doing it there, you can use Podbean, your hosting platform of choice, to upload that episode. And once you upload the specific episode, you can choose whether it's going to be an episode that's for general consumption just right through the directory, or whether it's going to be for Apple Podcast subscriptions or a combination of both. The long and short of it is that since Apple Podcast subscriptions has come out, now Podbean's integration makes it even easier for you to take those episodes that you want to upload and upload those pieces of content in one place to Apple Podcast subscriptions. So you don't need, you don't need to go to multiple websites. You can do it all right within the same publishing window and wizard that you've come to know and love from Podbean. Absolutely. So when you log into Podbean and you upload your episodes, you'll be able to upload those Apple subscription premium episodes as well through your Podbean backend, which is really, really exciting. And I want to talk next about, you know, some of the use cases of exclusive episodes that podcasters might want to consider when thinking about Apple subscription as a model for their podcast, right? 
Like you said, John, we've got ad-free versions of popular episodes. There's also behind-the-scenes episodes that a lot of podcasters do. There are interview extensions. Let's say you have an interview podcast and you went over time. A lot of that extra content is something that you can offer as a subscription model to the super fans of your podcast as well. Yeah, definitely. I think that when we think about how to grow an audience, we often think about, for example, different segments that we could do on our show. And sometimes we think about the ideal length of a podcast, or we think about different offerings that we can give to our podcasting community. And having something like Apple Podcast subscriptions gives you a way to create really engaging content upfront that you know is going to attract an audience that you know you can make really targeted and have at whatever makes the most sense for your podcast. But then as you grow and want to expand your listenership, what you can do is you can use Apple Podcast subscriptions to be more exclusive content, which is probably one of the biggest ways that a lot of uh, podcasters use this subscription model base. They'll say, hey, uh, maybe on this episode, we're talking about a specific topic. But if you want to hear more in depth about this topic, we actually do a full hour podcast. You can pay for that here. Or you can do behind the scenes things. So the editing of this episode, let's say, you can go ahead and hear the full context before and or after just by paying for the Apple Podcast subscriptions. Really, I think that the Apple Podcast subscriptions creativity is limited only by your imagination. If you're somebody that wants to have multiple segments and create more content per week, but you think that, okay, I'd like to be able to really offer it to my most dedicated fan base, but I want to keep my podcast at an ideal length, you can do that. If it's something where you have host-read advertisers or programmatic advertisers running ads on your show, and you say, hey, I want to give my most dedicated listenership the chance to listen ad-free, you can do that all within Apple Podcast subscriptions. And again, uploading it through Podbean to that makes it super simple. So I really think that the kind of content you can use with a subscription-based model is really only limited by your own creativity. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, it's a chance to monetize that content that you want to keep you know, special for all your super fans who may want an ad-free version of the episode. It's also an opportunity to communicate more with your super fans, right? They can submit questions for guests that you answer in your subscription episodes. There's a lot of opportunity there to increase the interaction and create the community with people who are really those super fans of your show. And, you know, audience growth is such a significant aspect of the podcasting world. How does this integration help podcasters attract new listeners and expand their reach? Yeah. When we think about using this kind of subscription model, remember your most dedicated fan base can be a fan base that helps you grow. And by offering them more pieces of content that they can engage with you with, they can then become your brand ambassadors. So, you know, if you're publishing one show, we can don't take this as a slight at all. If you're publishing one episode a week and you think that that's working for you, that's fantastic. But if you're looking to create more of a dedicated fan base over time, creating those brand ambassadors with people that are paying for your content and you're creating more of an in-depth relationship with, never underestimate how much that can help you grow. And the fact also that you are putting new content out in, for example, this brand new way that Apple's put out, the I would definitely say that Apple is starting to work with podcasters to help them grow their audiences also. So, you know, there is extra leverage from both your hosting platform, from your audience, 
and also from where your content is hosted on. When you think about something like Apple Podcast subscriptions, what's nice too is it falls in line with all of the other content. It's not that you have to go to a completely different website to access the content, download a different app. The majority of people are listening to podcasts in Apple Podcast subscriptions. So it can help retain people for much longer being within that one ecosystem. Remember, when we speak about marketing, we speak about growth, there's two sides of it. One is how do I build an audience? But the other part, which often gets uh, left off the table because it's not as kitschy to say, is how do you retain an audience? And creating content that is exclusive to your most dedicated audience can only help you further that relationship with your audience. Yeah, absolutely, John. I think you put that so perfectly. And it's something where you know, you're already meeting people where they're listening. It's a shorter step. It's fewer clicks, right? For them to subscribe, for your podcast to get that additional revenue from people that are excited and happy to support your show. So I think that that's a really important aspect. And are there any insights you can share in terms of the subscription fee structures and how that works for our podcasters out there using the Apple subscription model? That is a good question. I think you can set whatever you want to. So based on Apple's literature here, it looks like with Apple podcast subscriptions, you receive 70% of the subscription price at each billing cycle. So what you have the ability to do is when people are paying for your Apple podcast subscriptions as the creator, it's a 70-30 split, 70 to you, 30% to Apple. And also after a subscriber accumulates one year of paid service, your net revenue increases to 85% of the subscription price minus applicable taxes. And then any of your other podcast revenue, like if you're doing ads, things like that, that'll all stay 100% yours. This is all coming from the official Apple Podcast for Creators website. So if you want any more information about the pricing structure, that model, and what offer pays out, and how they pay it out to you, then we can go ahead and link to that article in the description here. Exactly. It'll be in the show notes of today's episode. And I think that's really great because, you know, I think a lot of creators start out thinking, oh, what if people aren't going to pay, you know, $15 a month? Maybe they're going to pay five. Maybe they're going to pay two. You can set your own rates, which is really important. And I think it's great that Apple works with podcasters of all levels, right? Because the great thing about podcasting is that everybody starts at episode one. (laughs) Absolutely. So you never know, right, where you're going to end up and it's okay to start smaller or bigger. And so it's nice that they work with that and that it's that flat percentage rate of 70%, like John said. And then after the first year, it goes up to 85% minus applicable taxes. But that's a really important aspect as well. And it really is a seamless integration between Podbean and Apple Podcast subscriptions, which I think really alleviates a lot of concerns that podcast creators have in terms of managing and publishing their premium content, keeping track of things as well. I think it's something where in terms of the the physical management of your podcast and the publishing of it, it's going to really help, right? It's going to really reduce you know, your diffused focus <laughs> in terms of how many platforms you're uploading episodes to, making sure that you monitor your subscription separately, logging into multiple accounts. We want to make things as easy for you as possible. So we're just so over the moon about this integration. It's a super exciting update from us. And, you know, John, like we said, we're going to have the link to the Apple subscribers information here in the show notes today. But is there anything else that we want to mention today for our Apple subscriber 
podcasters or for any podcasters out there who are maybe thinking about it or want to learn more? Yeah, I think that there's a a couple of different things to consider. Because if you're a podcaster thinking, should I start creating a subscription model, you know, using Apple Podcast subscriptions, I think that if you're a podcaster that is considering or is doing this long term, and you're looking to grow that audience, and you're looking to start making some additional income with that, I will always be an ambassador for having as many support outlets and multiple streams of income as you can for your podcast community to support what you're doing. Um, And, you know, and that might be some internal thought that you have to put into what would that subscription model look like for me? What am I going to offer? You know, is my content, uh, does my content have enough traffic right now to where an ad-free model works? Is it something where I can create secondary content effectively behind that paywall that people would want to pay for? These are all different considerations that you can think about and that many have thought about before you too. But I think that if you're considering it and you want to really try to grow in that space, even if you are a starting out podcaster, I think it's great. I think that there's, without sounding really salesy, there's no better time to start doing that than now. If you are an established podcaster and you have an audience, it will be a great way for podcasters to immediately start supporting you. And if you're somebody that is, as you put it, that day one podcaster, they just went ahead and uploaded from episode one, then you're starting off at ground zero, which is great. You're going to be able to establish with your listenership that if you want to support me even further, here's content that you can listen to and interact with that's outside of the normal and then give that deep appreciation. If you're doing Apple Podcast subscription too, just like it is with any of these paid models, whether it's PayPal, whether it's Patreon, whatever the case may be, always tell people about it on your show too. You can have it in Apple Podcast subscriptions. It'll come up and list with your other content, but no one's going to know about your content unless you're telling people about it. So make sure that on all the different outlets that you have, including in your podcast, let people know that you are putting out exclusive content. Um, the only way people are going to know is if you tell them about it. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I think promotion is key there. And like you said, John, if for the podcasters out there who have the bandwidth, the personal bandwidth, which I know is one of your signature sayings, (laughs) for the podcasters out there who have the personal bandwidth to create that additional content, like you said, if you can do it from day one, as your show grows, a lot of podcasting content, I want to say the majority is evergreen. So as people find your show and subscribe, you know, to that premium feed and start financially supporting your show, they'll be able to go back to earlier episodes and support the show from the very beginning. So it's something where it can only really help you in that way as your show grows. It's really a phenomenal integration and we're just so excited. We're going to have a couple of links here in the show notes for you. And of course, if you have any questions, reach out to us at podcastingsmarter at podbean.com. Thanks so much and happy podcasting. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Podcasting Smarter. If you have any podcasting questions or want to get in touch, send us an email at podcastingsmarter at podbean.com. Thanks so much and happy podcasting.